Blog Talk Radio. What do you think about Jesus? Jesus. 
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus in the morning. Give me Jesus in the noonday. Give me Jesus at night. All day and all night. Just give me Jesus. He's my reason for living now. He's my soul. He's the source of my surviving every minute of the day. Give me Jesus. Amen. Amen. I know it had been a long time since you heard that one, Louis. <laughs> and I said when I found it yesterday, I said, Louis Malfo fly open on this one. Wow. I love this song. I heard it in a long time. Yeah, we thank God this morning for another Thursday morning. One more day and the weekend is here. Yes, Lord Jesus. And uh, we we'll begin to start preparing for a new week. God is faithful. God is faithful. I was looking yesterday like, wow, the 9th of August already. We just came into August. Looked like yesterday. But we've been here nine days and eight months into this new year. And look, we're heading towards the holidays. Watch how quick those holidays come. Well, you know the thing is Christmas. When you know the thing is Thanksgiving, I'm eating turkey and dressing. What? Yes, yes, yes. And so we thank God this morning for his faithfulness to wake us up, clothed in our right mind. Hallelujah. We have use and activities of our limbs, life, health, and strength. And so we're grateful unto him. Because if you can see, if you can hear, hallelujah, you can speak. Yeah, you may not have all you desire, but guess what? God yet has blessed you. Somebody don't have a mind this morning. They don't even know where they are, what they're doing here, what's going on. Hallelujah. So we thank God today. We thank God. Listen, celebrating 13 years this morning, 13 years of Jesus in the Morning Radio Talk Show, and a Louis come along and stayed. Anthony come along and stayed. Brother D came along and stayed. Brother Frank came along and stayed. So many of us, so many of us. And uh, I thank God for all of the, I call them newcomers, because they, they haven't been the total 13 years, or some people been here many. Some people been here five years, three years, two years, a year. Yeah, they've been here, and we're gaining more and more every day. I talked to a young man last night. He put on his Facebook page, uh, he wanted to hear some testimonies, what God had done. And I put this as my testimony. He said, oh, I'm going to join you in the morning. Yeah. And it just gave me great joy that people at least want to come in here. And I gave him the, the you know, web address to the show, and he'd go to the archives. And take a listen. If he can handle it, come on. If you can't, we understand because <clears throat> everybody can't handle this. This is a bit too much for them. They're looking for another way. But he said, we come any other way other than coming straight to Jesus. We come in as a thief and a robber. Yeah. But some try to get around it, go under it, go over. But we must come in at the door. Hallelujah, hallelujah, and stay, and stay seeking God every day. 
Hallelujah. But a lot of us, you know, uh, we want to pray and just have God to just keep giving us, giving us. We don't want to work and uh, seek him with our whole heart. But we thank God today for all he has done, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Let's celebrate this morning. Let's celebrate uh, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is here every morning. Every weekday morning we come, he's here. We have special shows on the weekend, he's here. And so we want to celebrate him today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we're moving right along this morning. We're going to prayer. And uh, after prayer, we're coming back with a few announcements. Hopefully some encouraging words and one more song. We're going in this morning. I found Brother Lance. Devil, you should have killed me when you had a chance. You remember that, Brother Louis? Devil, you should have killed me when you had the chance. I also have Pastor Terry K. Anderson and uh, his message this morning. He was late night somewhere preaching. And so I thought I would put that in as well today so that we would have backup if we need it. Yeah. So we're grateful. We're grateful. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you this morning. Thank you for another day. Hey, glory. Thank you for life, health. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We come thanking you this morning. Thanking you for waking us up. Father, we thank you for being clothed in our right minds. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs. We thank you for our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you this morning. Father, we thank you for being there for us. Even when we didn't realize you was there, even when we didn't remember that you were there, we thank you, Father. We thank you this morning. Thank you for all you've done, great and mighty things for us. We thank you for the good. We thank you for the bad in our lives. We thank you for the ugly that we've gone through in our lives. We thank you this morning because you brought us out safely over and over again. And we're thankful unto you. Father, we thank you for saving us. We thank you for setting us aside unto yourself and cleaning us up, sanctifying us. We thank you for the gift of your Holy Ghost, your spirit, oh God. Your spirit, thank you, Jesus. We thank you this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. We can't thank you enough. We come this morning asking, Father, that you would forgive us for all our sins and wrongdoings, wrong thoughts, wrong speakings, and wrong feelings. And, Father, though our sins be as scarlet, we ask this morning, that you would wash us as white as snow. Cleanse us this morning from all unrighteousness. Give us a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within us this day. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, for forgiving us. Thank you for wiping our slate clean. Thank you for putting our sins as far as the east is from the west. We thank you this morning for your grace and your mercy, and most of all, we thank you for loving us today. There's no love like your love. And, Father, we come asking that you would remind us how much you loved us. You loved us enough to send your only begotten son 
to suffer, to bleed, to hang, to die, to conquer all and rise with all power. All you redeemed us back to you this morning. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for 13 years of Jesus in the morning. Father, thank you for being faithful unto us every morning that we come here. Every weekday morning we show up, you show out, and we thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for the things you've spoken into the lives of your people here. And, Father, those things that you've already brought to pass for them. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you praise this morning. Father, there's none like you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And, Father, we bring every call and every listener before you. Ask that you would bless them this morning. Bless every household represented here. Every family member. Every friend near and far today, oh God. Lord, you know what's on the heart of your people. And I ask that, Lord, you would bless them with their heart's desire. Uncommon miracles. Let it begin to happen in their lives today, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. And Father, I ask this morning that you would strengthen us all, that we'll remember to pray daily, to prepare for your return, for your coming back, looking for the church without spot or rancor. Help us, Lord, to be that spotless and rankless church that you're looking for. Move today according to your spirit, Lord, by your spirit. Move upon us. Move in us. The Lord will prepare, hallelujah, that we will live an upright life, pleasing and acceptable unto you daily. In the name of Jesus, thank you this morning. Thank you. And Father, we bring a miracle before you this morning, asking that you would have mercy and that, Father, you would fix it. Mm. Mm. Well, we're perishing for the lack of knowledge of you. Father, help us to Seek your face and turn from our wicked ways. Then you will hear from heaven and forgive our sins and heal our land. But we need truly a healing in America. Father, we turn many have turned their back on you. Many said it's their thing. They're going to do what they want to do. And we know without you, they can't do nothing. You yet giving them a chance and an opportunity to get it right with you. So, Father, let us hear talk of your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. As we lift you up, send someone to be saved today. Send someone seeking you like on the day of Pentecost. Men and brethren, what shall we do? Hallelujah. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. Ah, for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Help us today, O oh God, to remember your word and not change the word to fit the time. Not change the words uh, to be stylish or, or to be into savageness with this world. But God, help us to remain as you ordered. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning. We thank you right now. Bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, have your way here today, moved by your spirit, and a big way here. Use me right here this morning in your service to be a blessing unto these people. 
in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Father, heal the sick here today. Heal, Father. We know you heal all manner of sickness and diseases, and there's nothing too hard for you to do. Father, heal today in the precious name of Jesus. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. I see things falling this morning. Hallelujah. Great things falling. I see healing. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I see all kind of things falling. I even saw furniture falling this morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. So we need to clap our hands and tell him thank you for the miracles. Thank you for the blessings. Uncommon miracles. Uncommon blessings. I want to turn my phone off all of that you hear this morning and yesterday. It was coming up to today, the 13th year anniversary. So, you know, people saying congratulations, yada, yada, yada. One person gave me a gift this morning before day. I didn't go to bed till I know 4 o'clock. Well, I went and walked back up around 12. Got up around 12, stayed up until 4. Yeah. <laughs> went back and took me a good nap, and then at 6.30, I rose. Yeah. So we thank God this morning for all he has done for us, what he's doing right now, and what he's going to do. Congratulations, Brother Lewis, 13 years. He's been holding that chat room down. Congratulations, Sherry, been right there with him. With him, good morning, Sherry. God bless you this morning. Thank God for each and every one of you. Thank God for those faithful ones. Yeah, I call them the faithful few all over the world. Yeah, I, I used to say good morning to Ghana and different places, you know, uh, Sierra Leone and wherever they call in from, uh, uh, Russia, China, Germany, all kind of places. And so we thank God for each of you uh, for making us successful for 13 years right here, right here on Jesus in the Morning. Yeah, Jesus in the Morning Radio Talk Show. I can remember coming. And Louis, I might have to testify to that today. And again, I found Brother Lance. Devil, you should have killed me when you had a chance. Every year I celebrated the birthday, I brought Brother Lance's message in. Because when we started, well, when I started, I didn't know what I was doing, to be honest. And I was just looking for a place to pray and bring whoever wanted to come in and pray with me, come on in. And I asked a, a guy who had befriended me on Facebook, where did I go? And he said, go here. And he gave me blog talk. And I had been in there, evidently, fooling around with it, but I, I gave up on it, you know, and I went on. And um, when he told me to come back, I came back and looked and played around, and I was able to do it, y'all. <laughs> Nobody but the Lord. And uh, I, I think it was kind of a shock to blog talk because, Nobody was doing what I was doing. No one had this particular format. And then I was faithful Monday through Sunday. And then the prison uh, ministry come, and I had to cut it short. Plus, I needed to get a little rest on the weekend. By Wednesday, I'm wore out just from Jesus in the morning and just take all the other stuff I'm doing. But God is faithful. And uh, I thank God for his word. Because that word holds true. Yeah, his word is true. And so I'm grateful for these 13 years. I can look back and tell God, thank you, Lord. I've seen all kind of people come and go. I've seen all kind of things happen. I've served many 
right from here, but all the way to Atlanta, yeah, to serve, yeah, uh, uh, New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Maine, somewhere, all kind of places, Georgia, Tallahassee, yeah, went all kind of places to serve, yeah, and uh, to give, yeah. God used me in many places, used my mouth, and I was so thankful, you know. I couldn't think of a $100 line. I couldn't think of uh, the $50 line and all of that. I couldn't think of those things. I was so excited that God would use old Barbara, huh? Nothing good that I've done. Yeah. Anything... that it appear I've done, I, I can't take credit because I knew it wasn't me. It has always been Almighty God that used me. I'm a vessel that he can use. Like he gave me power, love, and a sound mind, but he's got all power. And I, I, I don't know the future. I don't know what's going to happen later on today. Only he does. But what he does is he comes and he will give me what to give others. Sometimes he will allow me to see it. Like this morning, I saw the blessings of God falling on me. Uh-huh. Money falling. Hallelujah. Cars, houses, furniture, shoes, <laughs> clothes, all kinds jobs, all kind of things, healing, all kind of things falling. I've seen encouragement falling, falling for me. Hallelujah. 13 years we're celebrating. God is faithful. We're not one to run after prosperity. But the God that we serve, he have more than we need. And we have not this morning because we ask not. And we're not asking God amiss for things. Uh-uh. We're asking him according to his word, according to his will. Amen goes right there. Ah, uh, yeah. And I feel like playing it this morning. Let's go with a little amen goes right there. And uh, when we come back, we're coming back with announcements and uh other things. I'm going to put it that way. Hallelujah. Let's go right here and celebrate.
like we want to be treated. We shall. We shall stand for something so we won't fall for just anything. Sometimes people would be in dire straits. 
and they would call him. He would call me. He would call Billings. He would call somebody else that he trusted to keep our mouth shut about what we were going to do. And we'd take these people to the grocery store. And they would go in and shop. Once they got all they wanted in their cart, he would say, we'll meet you outside at the car. <laughs> yeah. And Travio was his chauffeur. So he said, Travio in the car. So he or she, whoever they was, would go outside to the car, and then we would get together and pay for the groceries. Somebody may have had food stamps. Do y'all hear what I'm telling you? Somebody else had a credit card. Somebody had a little bit of cash. Bishop had some cash. And we all put it in. Sometimes he may not have had the money. See, I ain't got no money, but I got y'all, and I thank God for you. And I know y'all faithful too, forgive us, and cheer forgive us, so I call y'all, because I didn't have it to help them. But they, they need help. And these were our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we came together. And he was the one taught me how to love Bishop. Because I went there, I, I wasn't back on love. Yeah, for money, so I wasn't buying nothing but money when I first went there. Did y'all hear me? Yeah, I had just come out the dope game and all of these kind of things. And I was still in the world, taking the world away. Went there and God turned me every which way but loose. Every which way but loose. Hallelujah. When I come through, I was sealed. Yeah, I was sealed with the Holy Ghost when I come to. Hallelujah. Now, some people say, oh, no, them tongues had to come right then. No, they didn't. Them tongues come later. I was under the tree in my front yard witnessing to a woman. Because, see, I didn't believe in tongues, Louis. Tongues? God going to get you over there playing with them. That's what I thought. <laughs> That's just what I thought. Oh, no, uh, ain't no tongue talking, tying and carrying on. I said, they done taught these people how to speak themselves gibberish. Oh, oh, it was bad. And I'll never forget that day. I was right there under the tree witnessing to one of the ladies who worked for the housing project. And, you know, the Lord fell upon me right there. And when it was all said and done, she went back to work her way. I went, I ran in the house and my prayer closet fell down on my knees. What was that? God, what was that? Because see, I was ministering to her and the tongues went to coming. The tongues went to coming out of the mouth of the person who said there was no such thing. <laughs> How about God to make you embarrassed before yourself? And I ran in there praying, Lord, what was that? He's out and come, I feel you. Yeah. That was me. He let me know. I'm walking the street ministering to folks. Y'all would have had to know, but I can't stop talking about nothing. I got to go into the store where I'm going and come on back because y'all know I thought I was all of that in a bag of donuts no, a bag of pound cake. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But now I'm out here witnessing to people. Wasn't afraid of nobody because the Holy Ghost knows everybody. He's no stranger. God bless me real good. Today, I can truly say I stand up in him, not myself. I'm thankful that I know him this morning. I can talk about me. I can't talk about nobody else, but I can talk about me today and what he has done in my life. Great and mighty things. Brought me a long way. When the enemy said no, he said yes. The answer was yes. 
when the enemy said, yes, it will, and he said, no, it won't, the answer was no, and it did not happen. Ooh, I could talk of his wonders works all day long. I could tell you what he's done in my life all day long. He learned me how to cut testimonies short when I have to type them out. Of and some people say, oh, that's still long, because they want the instant quick. Uh-uh. He's not that kind of God. He's not the microwave push and, and, and you got it. Yeah. That's why we miss a lot of things. We're not blessed in the, uh, with uncommon blessings the way that we could because we want to cut God short. Just give it to me and let me roll. Back this morning again, David said, I cried unto the Lord and the Lord heard my cry. What David was doing down now, a, a while. He was talking to the Lord a while. It took him a while. He didn't just get up. And after we pray, we should praise. Because guess what? He's going to speak back to us many times through our praising him. Sometimes you get up off your knees with the answer. You don't even know God spoke it. It just comes strong in your mind. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to try that. God done spoke. God has spoken. Louis, go on and let the church say amen, please, this morning. Yes, sir. Louis came along. 13 years of hell in his chat room. He and Sherry. Oh, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Used to have me over here laughing. And when he sent me a New World Son, I fell in love with them native brothers, with them Canadian men. All them brothers there, I thought they was just the greatest thing. Yeah, I'm a working man. I get things done. Work for the Holy Ghost. Work for the Son. Go to work, Louis. I'm a working woman. Oh, yes, I am. I am a special lady in the land. Oh, yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved Babylon. Oh, so many. I got the CD right here. He sent me 13 years ago. Louis sent me this, third, this, this CD, New World Sign. And I uh, fell in love with them. And, and when they would be playing, Louis would put work, all kind of stuff. I got a big old mouth. All in the chat room, people would just be rolling. Yeah, because he made it funny. And then, you know, people started going away and doing their own ministry. Yeah, because I never told nobody, well, you got to stay here because... This is what God sent you on the internet. No, he did not. He sent you through here, but not to stay. I started off with Minister Bunny Howell. She's Pastor Bunny Howell today. I told her, prepare yourself. You're not going to stay here. Yeah, because God have a work for you. Yeah, I know, we, we enjoyed each other. Every morning, I would preach that woman to death when we start first coming look like. And then God showed me she's not going to stay. I have work for her. And when the separation comes, the enemy tried to make it bad. But I held a rein because I remember what God said. He didn't tell me how he was separating so she could go on and do hers. Next thing I know, she was doing a blog talk show. Yeah. And uh, she had another prophet over there. And, uh, yeah, Minister Buddy. <laughs> Louis, remember? Uh, Brother Dre used to come. Uh, Evangelist Felicia used to come. All kind of people. Sister G. I'm still in touch with Sister G. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Over on LinkedIn. Yeah. So 
you know, many places, different ones, but they have their own ministry and they're working unto the Lord. Sister G was always about children. Yes, she loved children. And uh, Sister G, much older than I am. Yeah, still working unto the Lord. See, God had worked for everybody. Many come through here. Many come through here. Hallelujah. It's so many of us, I, I couldn't even name them all. Yeah. Hey, remember the girl from China? What was her name, Brother Louis? Ophelia. Remember her? I haven't heard from Ophelia in forever. Yeah. She sent me uh, these gold earrings from China. Yeah. She said, I'm going to send you a gift. I was like, for something, what well, birthday something. When I got it, it was it took a while, you know, because it had to pass through customs, this, that, and the other. And I was like, wow, this girl really sent me a gift. I think she was uh, had mental challenges. We just gonna put it like that, brother Louis. We got to see, ooh, that thing at work. But God is yet faithful. And he's able to see us through. And sometimes folks can't get delivered because they're used to that. And they hold on to that thing. I don't care what you do. And God is not going to fight against your will. If you want to hold on to demons, he will let you hold them. But if you're ready to get rid of them, God will send somebody in your deliverance. Hallelujah. This is another old-time favorite right here. I, I found this by Dion. And I fell in love with it, and I used to play it as often as I possibly could. <laughs> and I think, Brother Louis, you sent me a CD of Dion, yeah, with this on it. Let's hear this. It is certain a 
President of this convention and to Chairman Mitchell and to the Reverend Clergy, all of you, my brothers and sisters in the Lord. I'm so sleepy, I don't know what to do with myself. privilege to come and share with you my feeble preaching but my strong convictions about our Lord and his Christ. 
Dennis Jones and I, as Pastor Glenn has mentioned, we have been friends now over 40 years. We were friends for over 40 years. Uh, but I want to thank him for that rich, rich word. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I don't have time to introduce anybody and welcome anybody and all of that. It's 11, what time is it now? 11. But my wife is here, and I always preach well when my wife is present. Stand with you, Mrs. Anderson. Praise the Lord for your presence, dear. And some members of Lily Grove have peppered the audience. And my wife and I have been married five years and uh, she's younger than I am, so I need to get home. <laughs> Have I got a witness? In the <laughs> First Peter. First Peter at chapter five. First Peter at chapter five. Verses one through verse number four. Now as an elder myself and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as one who shares in the glory to be revealed. I exhort the elders among you to tend the flock of God that is in your charge, exercising the oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you do it, not for sordid gain, but eagerly. Do not lord it over those in your charge, but be examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will win the crown of glory that never fades away. Thank you. You may be seated. Grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I want to talk about between the finished work and the coming prophecy. Between the finished work and the coming prophecy. We live in the parentheses of the finished work and the coming prophecy. Peter, who is the author of this text is writing to pastors to under shepherds and he is exhorting them he's not making any demands he's not giving any orders he's not bossing anybody around because time has humbled him. Years have humbled him. 
The experience at a fish fry with Jesus has humbled him. Peter, the only time Peter is taking his foot out of his mouth is when he's putting his other foot in his mouth. He's impetuous. He's boisterous. He is the loudest, most vocal of Jesus' disciples. He's a fighter. He's a cusser. He, he's, he's a take charge kind of person. But time has humbled him. And Jesus, before he leaves, meets with Peter and asks him three times to correspond to his three denials. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know I love you. He said, feed my sheep. Then he asked him a third time, do you love me? Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. He says, feed my lambs. He, he humbles him. He, he, he tempers Peter's impetuosity. He calms him down so much so that Peter is now almost begging, exhorting. Because you cannot ask of another person what's not in you already. If, if, if you want to exhort, then you have to be a person under exhortation. It, the, the, the greatest teaching is a life that is already the lesson that you're trying to teach. Peter exhorts those of us who preach the gospel. Those of us who shepherd the Lord's people. I need to take a moment here tonight. I know it's late, but I need to take a moment here to say to those of us who preach that you've got to watch the devil. Because if you don't watch the devil, he will urge you to preach a gospel that is reasonable, but not powerful. A gospel that's exciting, but it's not authoritative. A gospel that flatters, but does not confront. A gospel that does not turn people upside down, so it can't turn them right side up. Those of us who preach the gospel, Peter exhorts us as a witness of the sufferings of the Lord Jesus Christ. I think I need to say something about suffering before I move into my text. Um, there's a difference between watching regular television and watching television in HD. There's a difference in turning up the volume on the television and listening to television in surround sound. The picture is more vivid. The sound is more precise. Because there's a difference in watching regular television and watching television in HD. There's a difference in turning up the volume and surround sound. Most of our preaching has become watching regular television. And we turn up the volume 
but if you want your preaching in HD and surround sound, you got to suffer. Because preaching that is worth listening to is preaching that is born out of suffering. Because you can't preach from what you haven't been through. Must I be carried to the skies on flowery beds of ease while others fought to win the prize and sail through bloody seas? You can't preach from what you haven't been through. And if your preaching is not tempered by suffering, God can't get any glory out of your life. I was, I was someplace preaching. I don't remember where now. But it was four or five young preachers who were there who, for some reason, that escapes me even tonight, admired my preaching. And they came to hear me preach. And I was in the pastor's study walking out to go into the pulpit to preach. And they said to me, uh, all, all four of them, five of them at the same time, said, Pastor, we are so delighted to meet you. We want your anointing. He said, Pastor, we want to shut that thing down like you shut it down. We want to be able to choke that coon like you choked that coon. That's, that's preacher talk, you know. We, we, we want to be able to get after it like you get after it. I said, all right. I put my Bible down. I said, let's hold hands. I said, bow your heads, brothers. I'm going to pray that you get my anointing. I said, God, these young men want my anointing. Let their deacons get ready to put them out of their church because they're trying to do ministry. Let their car be repossessed because they don't have the money to pay the note and their so-called friends are laughing behind their back. And they took their hands out of my hand. They said, Reverend, we don't want that. We want your anointing. I said, never pray for another man's blessings until you've walked a mile in another man's shoes. You don't know what I've been through to get to where I am tonight. You don't know what storms I've had to go under, what burdens I've had to bear, what tears I've had to shed. What, you don't know what God has brought me through. If you want my anointing, you've got to go through my suffering. I'm a witness, Peter says, of the sufferings of the Lord Jesus Christ. He says, I exhort the elders among you to, first of all, feed the flock. Feed the flock. It's the flock of God. It's not your people. It's God's people. And God has called you, if you've been called, to feed the flock. Feed them, the scripture says, with with knowledge and understanding. Feed them the sincere meat and milk of the word of God. Not your opinions. Not your theology. But feed them with the word of God because the world is hungry for the living bread 
People need to hear the gospel. We hear enough about Trump. We hear enough about the Democrats. We hear enough about the conservatives. We hear enough on television, on MSNBC and CNN. We hear enough on HGTV. We hear enough nonsense and foolishness and noise. People need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Somebody is on their way to hell, and they would not turn around until they heard the gospel. I still hear my old pastor, the late Reverend John Wilkerson. My old pastor had a shock of white hair and a voice like a silver bell. When Reverend Wilkerson preached, his voice sounded like an aeolian harp when fanned by Zephyr Breezes. Reverend Wilkerson didn't go to seminary. He didn't know anything about Bootman or Bruno. He didn't know anything about Harvey Cox or James Cone. He didn't know anything about exegeting a passage of scripture. He knew nothing about five minutes for the introduction or ten minutes for the body of the sermon and a poem at the end for the conclusion. He just started preaching when he stood up and quit when he sat down. But before he got through, he said he died. And then he said, didn't he die? And Ms. Devine Roper would run all the way from the front of the church to the back of the church. And Ms. Andy Cross' wig would fall off because they'd be shouting about the goodness of Jesus. He died. And when somebody heard that, they couldn't sit still because he did die. I hope he's not listening tonight. Uh, I, I, hope, I hope he's not listening tonight. Um, but a, a preacher was, was at his church, and uh, he was making fun of how black preachers preach and close their sermons. Uh, he was making fun of, of how black preachers preach and close their sermons. And uh, he started tuning up and talking about he died. And the guy on the organ started, started pumping him up. And the people in the audience were laughing because he was making fun of how black preachers preach. And then when the people realized what he was saying, he said he died. And they were laughing because he was making fun. He was tuning and making fun of the black preaching idiom. But when the black people in that church realized what he was saying, they stopped laughing and started shouting. And, and, and he was so far into it, he couldn't get out of it. Creflo Dollar I'm talking about. He was so far into it, and, and it was sounding so good, and the people were shouting so much because they realized he died. And I thought to myself, you can't play talking about Jesus and people don't start shouting because when you feed people the gospel and they hear the word of God somebody's got to move when they hear the gospel of Jesus Christ feed them you are God's chef preparing meals every Sunday morning all of us who are serious about preaching know of the late Dr. Gardner Taylor's words that there is a sweet torture yeah. about Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
that there's something sweet and torturous at the same time about Sunday morning because our words are the difference between life and death. And so I, I kid, I joke, I pray a whole lot, but when it comes to preaching and feeding the flock of God, I'm careful when I stand in the pulpit because this is not my people, these are God's people. And as God's people, he has called me to feed the flock. It's right here in the text. Not only ought we to feed the flock, but we ought to lead the flock. I, I might not get invited back to National Baptist uh, USA Incorporated, but 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 it's in my mind, it's, it's in my in my notes, so I might as well put it out there. Again, those of us who preach, the Scripture says we we don't lord it over those who are in our charge, and uh, we don't tend the flock of God uh, like like we are under compulsion. And, and we don't turn ourselves into celebrities. And somebody got to carry your Bible. And, and, and somebody got to go get gas for your car. Somebody got your handkerchief. And, and, and somebody got your, your coat. I, I go to some churches to preach, Pastor. And I drive up to the, to the church and they swarm my car like bees. Pastor, can I help you with that? Help me with the car note. Since you want to help me with something. Reverend, can I help you with that? And, 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 I, and, and listen, I guess that's all right. But after a while, you start thinking you deserve that. And then you start to think that you are the person in whose place you've been called to proclaim. We are not celebrities. We are servants. I wish I had somebody to help me preach tonight. The greatest preacher other than Jesus was the Apostle Paul. A Jew by birth. A Roman by citizenship. A tent maker by trade and a lawyer by profession, a Pharisee by religious training, and a Christian because of what happened on the Damascus Road. Spoke 13 languages, seven of them fluently, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, circumcised on the eighth day of the tribe of Benjamin, wrote over half of the New Testament, and he never even calls himself Reverend Paul. He says, I, Paul, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when it's all over, he's not going to call me bishop. He's not going to call me doctor. He's not going to call me reverend. He's not going to call me pastor. Servant. Well done. We are not celebrities. Lording it over people. We are servants. Check your ego at the door. Put your supposed importance back in your briefcase. The only superstar here is Jesus Christ. 
the only one worthy of honor and praise, the only one we ought to bow down to is Jesus Christ. We don't, we don't lord it over them. We, we feed them and we lead them. I want to encourage you as I hurry faster that um, people that you've been good to, people that you've given your life to, you've gone out of your way to be kind to, you'll go to another church and see those people who used to be at your church when they were broke singing in the choir at somebody else's church. They, they, they leave you and go to another level after you paid their bills. After you've helped their children go to college. After you visited them in the hospital. All of a sudden, your preaching is not good enough for them. They, they, they got to go to another level. I've had several members say that to me, Pastor Thurston. I'm, I, I, Pastor, I love you. Thank you for what you've done for me, but I'm going to another level. And I ask them what church they're going to, and they tell me the church that they're going to. I say, oh, yeah, I understand. You're going to the church where the pastor records my preaching. Yeah, you, 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 you're going to another level. You, you, you're going to hear the pastor who comes to hear me preach. I, I understand. I wish you had gone to another level before we paid your rent. But here's the point I'm trying to make, because I'm, I'm almost cussed when I just start talking about that. Here's the point I'm trying to make. Listen to me, Brother Pat. I only pastor people who let me pastor them. I only lead people who let me lead them. If I can't lead you, I wasn't your pastor in the first place. All the people that God wants me to lead are the people who come to hear me on Sunday morning. I'm not trying to take nobody else's members. I'm not jealous of anybody else's pastorate. I'm not trying to be nobody but Terry Anderson. I thank God that he made me who I am. He gave me what he gave me. I don't have what anybody else has, and I don't have to have it. If I put my trust in God and feed God's people and lead God's people, God will make a way. Be encouraged tonight, Reverend. It's not always the folk you've been good to who's going to stay with you. It's not always the folk that you've given your life to that's going to be good to you. I was thinking about it on my way here tonight, Pastor, that there are names of preachers in Houston, Pastor Glenn, who used to sing and ring in the city of Houston. And that's not even a street sign. There's not even a plaque. There's not even a day to honor their work. Preachers like Leo Daniels, M.M. Malone, preachers like East Stanley Branch and M.L. Price, Sam Gilbert and Hayward Wiggins, their names used to sing in Houston. And now in the words of the late E.V. Hill, all we can hope for is that they keep our body long enough for our family to make it to the funeral. 
Because if when you give, I wish I had a witness here, the best of your service, telling the world that the Savior has come, be not dismayed if men don't believe you. He'll understand and say, well done. Just, just feed the flock, Reverend. Get up on Sunday morning and feed the flock. And then lead the folk who let you lead them. And God will do the rest. I wish I had time to stay right there. But you ought to feed the flock. You ought to lead the flock. Right here in this text, you ought to love the flock. Brother Pastor, I had to come to this realization. I had to come to this understanding. And it made my pastorate, it made my ministry so much easier. I had to realize this. And the minute I settled this in my mind, it made my ministry so much richer. God did not send me to Lily Grove for them to love me. God sent me to Lily Grove for me to love them. And whether they love me or not, that's not between me and them. That's between them and God. God sent me there to love them. And loving them is sometimes a burden. It's sometimes painful. It's sometimes aggravating. But I can't stop loving them. Because God has given them to me to take charge and as one who watches for their soul. And you can't watch for their soul and not speak to them. You can't watch for their souls and be angry with them. You can't watch for their souls and be mad with them. Listen, I ain't mad with nobody on Sunday morning. I'm not going to let you mess up amazing grace for me. Sunday morning is about amazing grace. Now we can cut each other out on Monday morning, but Sunday morning I love everybody. Because God did not give me that flock of people for me to use the church as a revenue stream. God did not give us the pastorate for us to have something to do in our spare time. God did not call us to ministry to make us celebrities and superstars. But God has called us to the suffering of the gospel of Jesus Christ so that lost men and women who are dying in the pulpit are dying in the pew because he's a dying man in the pulpit. It's suffering. It's sacrifice. It's giving of yourself. It's self-denial. It's cross Barry. It's prayer when you don't feel like praying. It's preaching when you don't have any strength left. It's loving folk who don't even shake your hand. It's giving God the glory when all your energy is depleted. 
is standing up Sunday in and Sunday out, month in and month out, year in and year out, asking God to bless these people even though they don't love me. Feed the people. Feed them. Lead the folk who let you lead them. And then love the people. I'm through now. I'm, going, I'm not going to be like Dennis and say I'm through six times. I'm through right now. He's going he gonna to cuss me out after the service is over. I know it. But, but, but let me say, I'm, I'm, I'm really through now when I say this. After all you do, Reverend, feeding the people, leading the people, loving the people, they still may not appreciate it. But when the chief shepherd comes. I said, when the chief shepherd comes. He's got a crown that fades not away. You're going to help me close this, won't you? They're going to give you an anniversary. But that's going to run out. They might celebrate you and buy you a house. But it's going to break down. They might love you so much that they will go out of their way to raise your salary on a yearly basis. But pretty soon, you will reach the level of your own sense of falling down. Because folk will love you when you're up and don't appreciate you when you're down. They will be nice to you. They'll be kind to you. And thank God for those who are kind. And thank God for those who will go out of their way to be loving. But some of those people will die off the scene. And their children will not be as nice as the parents were. Talk back to me if you can. And then you will find out that all that you do will come to nothing because after a while they're going to pass in front of Lily Grove Missionary Baptist Church and say, Terry who? Because soon the places that know us will know us no more. All that hollering, all that hooping, all of that singing you do, they love it while it's going on, but you're going to get old one of these days. And you won't be able to choke that thing like you used to. You won't be able to pull it like you used to. You won't be as good looking as you used to be. Now, the women won't be able to be, be praising you like they once did, and the men won't be behind you like they once were, because we will all reach the level of our own coming down. But when the chief shepherd comes, that's what I'm waiting on. I'm, I'm not waiting on an anniversary. I'm grateful for it. I thank God for it, but that's not what I'm waiting on. I'm waiting for the chief shepherd to come. God's people have been good to me at Lily Grove. I'm grateful for everything God is doing with me, through me, and for me at that church. But I'm waiting on the chief shepherd. Praise God for appreciation days. Praise God for times when people are lauding you and patting you on the back. I give God the glory for all of that. But one day the chief shepherd is coming. Have I got a witness here? I'm grateful to God for all that the people do and all of you who are here in this auditorium tonight. Praise God for your presence. 
but I'm waiting on the chief shepherd. I'm glad you're in here tonight saying amen and waving your hand. Praise God for you. But you're not why I came tonight. I came because I'm on assignment. I came because somebody called me. I didn't do this work on my own. Jesus called me. And if you've been called to preach the gospel, people will hate you. But God will bless you. People will criticize you. But God will bless your life. People will shake your hand and talk about you behind your back. But you're waiting on the chief shepherd. You know who the chief shepherd is, don't you? I wish I had somebody to help me call him. You know who the chief shepherd is, don't you? You don't mind if I talk about him a minute. I'm waiting on the chief shepherd. I'm glad to see all of you in here tonight. God bless you, Frank, for your presence. But I'm waiting on the chief shepherd. God bless you, Tellis, for your presence. God bless you, Mitch, for inviting me to preach. God bless you, Marvin Sapp, for sitting back there waiting on me. But I'm not here for you. I'm waiting on the chief shepherd. You don't mind if I talk about him, do you? You don't mind if I call the name of the chief shepherd. I know you already know who he is, but I just feel like talking about him a minute. Since I stayed up this late, since it's way past my bedtime, I might as well go on and talk about the chief shepherd. You don't mind if I talk about him, do you? He's Adam's redeemer. He's Abel's vindicator. He's Abraham's sacrifice. He's Noah's ark. He's Moses' bush on fire. Y'all don't mind if I talk about him, do you? He's a rock in a weary land. He's a shelter in a time of storm. He's a friend when you're friendless. Bread when you're hungry. Water when you're thirsty. Y'all know him, don't you? He's distinctive in supernatural capacity. He's superlative in sovereign majesty. He's exclusive in spiritual beauty. He's radiant in eternal splendor. He's matchless in supernal deity. He's a God of gods. He's a prince of princes. He's a Pharisee of 10,000. He's the bright and the morning star. He's the ancient of days. He's the day spring of Israel. He's the lily of the valley. He's the rose of Sharon. Y'all know him, don't you? When he comes, when the chief shepherd shall appear, the skies will break wide open. And the warrior king Christ will leave his seat at the right hand of power and wave his hand and swear the time that has been shall be no more. The reason why I preach so hard, the reason why I pray so hard, the reason why I sing so hard, the reason why I feed the Lord's people, the reason why I try to lead the Lord's people, why I try to give God the glory, the reason why I go out of my way to let people know who Jesus is. I got my own testimony. I got a story to tell of what God has done for me. You don't mind if I tell it, do you? 
It was about 12 years ago. I was in MD Anderson Hospital, and the doctors told my family, he's only going to live two hours. Whatever you have to say to him, go in there and say it right now, because he'll be dead in two hours. That was 12 years ago. Here I am tonight in the ballroom at Hilton America, testifying, can't nobody like Jesus. And then the doctor said, if he lives, you're going to have to put him in a nursing home. He's going to be a vegetable for the rest of his life. Here I am tonight in the Lanier Ballroom at Hilton America's Hotel testifying if you suffer for the cause of Christ. When the chief shepherd comes, you shall receive your reward. Is there anybody here waiting on the chief shepherd? Is there anybody here feeding the flock, leading the flock, loving the flock? Because you're waiting on the chief shepherd. If you're waiting on him and you're not ashamed to testify, if he kept you and you don't mind being a witness, why don't you help me tell him thank you? Why don't you give him glory right now? Tell him thank you for all you've done for me. Thank you for the many prayers you've answered. Thank you for the many doors you've opened. Thank you for the many tears you've dried. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Why don't you look at somebody? Tell them you don't know. Like I know. You can't tell it. Like I can tell it. What the Lord.
Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all power. Pastor Brian and Spencer will give us our closing prayer. Lord, how we thank you and bless you this night for what our eyes have seen and our ears have heard. And as we go down from this place, Lord, we go down mindful that one of these days the Good Shepherd will appear and he shall give us a crown of life. Thank you for Dennis Jones and Terry Anderson. Lord, thank you and give us sweet rest tonight. And if it's your will to get us up in the morning, we'll get up and declare this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord. And we give you thanks and praise this night in Jesus' name. Amen. He leads me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. Sometimes, the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it. Due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation but we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul may this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul I have my sister Leandria here she's going to help me share this wisdom Tell this story.
my background sin. Amen. To log on. 
Amen, God, because we're going to hear from God this morning. Amen, God, and we thank and praise God for those that are on their way to work. Amen, those that are just getting up. Amen, God, it was appointed for you to be here this morning. Amen. The devil should have killed you when he had a chance, huh? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You're going to hear a word this morning. Amen, God, that you're going to share. Amen, God, that you're going to bear witness with. Amen, God, that the devil should have killed you when he had a chance. Hallelujah. Because now you done, God done been too good to you. Amen. Praise the Lord. No matter what you're going through. Amen. Hallelujah. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Amen. So with that said, amen, God, we're going to bring, amen, Psalmist Latrina Scott singing, amen, I know who holds, amen, my hand. Hallelujah. Brother, Brother Lance, can you hold him? I don't know Just be situations, God. Hallelujah. In spite of where we at right this second, God. 
We know, God, who holds our hand. Hallelujah. Not our tests, not our tribulations, God. Hallelujah. But it's you, Jesus. Hallelujah. That holds our hand. Praise the Lord. We we're not going to be before you long. We're going to ask those that have your Bibles, amen, if you're online and you're listening, amen, go to BibleGateway.com, amen, and go to the book, amen, of Romans, amen, chapter number 8, amen, hallelujah, amen, and those of you who got your Bibles, amen, very, very familiar scripture, amen, Romans, amen, chapter, amen, number 8, amen, and we're going to begin reading from verse number 35. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So we thank and praise God, those that are here. Amen. Asking that, amen, the words of my mouth, amen, and the meditation of my heart be accepted in thy sight, O Lord, my strength. Hallelujah, Lord, and my Redeemer. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I know who holds it. I know, I know, I know. See, that adversary, amen, every now and then he tries to send decoys. Amen. Again, when you, when you start to pray more, you start to fast more. Amen. You're wondering why, amen, the God is the closer I'm getting to the Lord. It seems like, amen, the God, the more hell I'm experiencing, the, 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 the more hell. The, it seems like, amen, my house, amen, of God, is out of order all of a sudden. It seems like at my job the people are acting up all of a sudden, God. It, it seems the people in my inner circle, amen, are acting up all of a sudden, God. What, what's going on, amen? The devil is sending decoys because you're getting closer to where you're supposed to be. So, amen, God, he sends decoys to keep your mind off your purpose. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But 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 when we understand where we at, Amen to God, and what you've been through, Amen to God, the devil should have killed me when he had a chance. Amen to God. Because now, Amen to God, I I I've seen, Amen, and I've tasted, Amen, again, how sweet God is, Amen, in his presence. Amen. The Bible said, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. Blessed is the man who would trust in him. Amen. And all we ask him this morning, amen, to God, don't try to understand what's going on in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't, don't even try to make sense of it. Amen. But the Bible is telling you, and God is speaking this morning, just trust in him. That's all I want you to do. Don't, 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 don't try to make sense of it. Amen. To God. Amen. How in the world, God, amen, to God, if you're going to, amen, bring me back, amen, to God, to on top when I'm so far under at the bottom. Don't, don't try to understand this morning, amen, to God, how are you going to get back to where you used to be? Praise the Lord. All I want you to do this morning is just trust in him. Hallelujah. Just trust him. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're in the book of Romans, amen, and a very familiar scripture. Amen. Uh, uh, chapter number 8. Amen. And verse 35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? He's asking a question. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? After everything that God has done for you, praise the Lord. See, I can't tell it like the song says. I can't tell it like you can tell it. What God has done for you. Amen to God. When you just look back over your life, amen to God, what God has done for you, not only last night, but last week and last year, amen to God, and, and, and the year before that, praise the Lord, amen, and, and, and after God has done so much for you, you begin to raise up in your spirit, amen to God, and say, who shall separate us from the love of God, amen, shall tribulation 
praise the Lord, hallelujah, or distress, hallelujah, amen to God, because amen, I, I don't even know, amen to God, everybody that's listening, but I can guarantee you that you've been through some tribulation. Hallelujah. I can guarantee that you've been through some distress. Amen. Because every time somebody decides, amen to God, to say amen to God, I'm going to take up the cross and follow Jesus, the devil going to get mad. Praise the Lord, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. But the message this morning is, the devil, you should have killed me when you had a chance. Praise the Lord. Amen to God. You should have killed me when you had a chance. Amen. And I told you. I was going to tell you my testimony. Amen. God, I remember when I was about 17 years old, praise the Lord. Amen, amen. And, and I was wondering, amen, God, like who loved me because, amen, God, that, 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 that my mother, amen, God, had went out on my father, amen, God, and got pregnant, praise the Lord. Amen, God. And, and when she had me, praise the Lord, they still raised me, and he didn't leave her. But he began to take it out on me, praise the Lord. Every time, amen to God, something happened, amen to God, he took it out on me. He would buy things for the other children, amen to God, but didn't get nothing for me. And, and I didn't know as a young child. I was just wondering. I said, Lord, what, what did I do to this man, amen? This is my father. Why is he treating me like this, praise the Lord, amen? And my message today is the devil should have killed me. When he had a chance, praise the Lord. And, 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 as, and as I go on, amen, in my testimony, praise the Lord, all of a sudden, amen, I get uh, five years old and, 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 and ten years old and, 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 and get old. And, and by the time I get 17 years old, amen, God, amen, the hell that became too much for me. He just beat me for no reason. He would just come home, praise the Lord, and just whoop on me for no reason, amen, and he worked night shifts, and when he would come home, praise the Lord, amen, amen, all the other children in the room would watch TV, but when they heard the crackling of the, the rocks under the tires, they would all look at me, and, and, and that was my cue, you better, you, you better go to the room, you better run, because, amen, God, you know he's going to take it out on you, and, and I would run into the room, but he, he would eat dinner at night, and he would still wake me up to wash the dishes, amen to God, and while my back was to him, he would be drinking, amen to God, and he would throw beer cans at me and whatnot, and, and amen to God, and, and every time he saw me, he would take it out on me, and, and at that time, I didn't understand that I was a bastard child, praise the Lord, all I knew was this man, amen to God, had issues with me, so one day I said, Lord, I'm tired, I had a calendar of Jesus, amen to God, on my wall, and, and, and it was, Jesus was praying and Jesus was kneeling and I said Lord you see what I'm going to see I was talking to the calendar then amen to God I, amen, I, I didn't know no, nothing about Jesus but I knew amen to God I said Lord amen to God I'm going through something and, and I'm going to take my life and get out of here amen is somebody hearing me this morning praise the Lord hallelujah devil you should have killed me when you had a chance praise the Lord so I begin to get amen a bottle of Somnix and these were sleeping pills and, and amen again I, you see this is, this, this is how God watched over me, amen, in my ignorance. And I would take, amen, a God, a whole bottle of like 32 tablets of Salmonex sleeping pills, amen, a God, and, and amen, a God, I would be in a room and nobody would know what I was doing, amen, a God, and, and amen, a God, I would put on some sad music and I, would, and, I would, and I would just cry and say, Lord, get me out of here. And I would wake up every morning, saints, 
And when I would wake up, amen, I got, I would be fussing at God because I said, Lord, that lady on TV, when she took sleeping pills, at least she, went and she was in a coma, amen, I got, but I wasn't even in a coma. I woke up, amen, I got a little dizzy or something, praise the Lord. Amen. So, so I said, I'm going to get me another brand. It became a game because I knew I wouldn't die. So I, I went and got, amen, NyQuil and, amen, 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 this other, this other uh, 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 sleeping pill and whatnot. And, 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 and they just had like three or four different brands at that time. And, and, I, and, I, and I took this other uh, sleeping pill, and, and I would just wake up, amen, praise the Lord. And, 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 and my stomach didn't have to be pumped. Nobody knew what I was going through and whatnot. And I would just wake up fussing at God every morning, amen, ripping the calendar off the wall like, why won't you let me die, praise the Lord. Amen. And then, and then one day, amen, God, I, let you, and I was doing this about three or four or five days. I should have been dead, praise the Lord. But, but, but see, I'm going to tell you what God, but this is what God does when he watches over you. Amen to God. That's what I said. Devil should have killed me, amen to God, when he had a chance, praise the Lord. So all of a sudden, amen to God, I'm, I'm, I'm dizzy and I'm, and I'm fussing at God. And amen to God. And then, 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 then my mother told me one Sunday morning, amen to God, go down to the store and get me a pack of sailor long cigarettes, praise the Lord. Amen to God. And, and, and I was just sick and tired of it. And I was like, Lord, when I get home, amen to God, amen. Tonight, I'm going to try it again. And then when I got to that corner, I heard the man of God preaching, amen, on the street corner, amen, to God, on a bullhorn. He was coming from the book of Isaiah. He said, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Amen. And I went to the man of God, amen, to God. Hallelujah. When I came back from the store and I said, amen, to God, what is, what is this you were talking about? Because something was leading me to talk to him. I was broken, praise the Lord. And then the man of God said, amen, to God, here's a track. This is our church, amen, of God. You should come back to our church, praise the Lord. You, you, should, you should come visit us and whatnot. And I said, well, I've got to go home now and whatnot. And I said, I said but what is this? And, he, and he's talking about being saved. And I said, can you save me? And I said, because I'm, I'm, I'm just going through some things, and amen, of God. I, 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 I just need this thing to be saved. And he said, well, just come to our church, praise the Lord. And amen, of God, I said, like, I, I thought about that thing, and I, and I went home, amen, of God. And that night... Amen. I was about to commit suicide. Amen. I, I went and got another brand because it seemed like nothing was working. And then, amen, I got, I heard a voice speak to me all of a sudden that night. said, if you try it this time, you're going to die, praise the Lord. If you try it this time. So then, amen, I got, I, I looked at the back of the track, praise the Lord, amen, I got. And by that time, I've, I've been trying to kill myself about all week. And I was just mad at God because he wouldn't let me die. He wouldn't let me be in no coma. Amen to God. My stomach didn't have to be pumped out. Amen to God. Nothing. I would just be a little dizzy. And, I, and so I, one day I, I went to this church, praise the Lord, and, and amen to God, they were just praying and whatnot. And, 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 and the man of God was just preaching about, amen, can these dry bones live, amen to God. And, and at that time I never heard that sermon before. And all I knew, amen to God, is that I was broken. And amen to God, they talking about, amen to God, amen, do you want to give your life to the Lord? And, and he was preaching, and I stayed at that church and whatnot. And I said, Lord, amen, I looked at the time and whatnot, and I said, Lord, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble now, I know, because it's late now. I've been gone too long, and I said, I said, so I can't leave here, amen, tonight without this Holy Ghost that he's talking about because, amen, I might not make it back and whatnot. And don't you know, amen, to God, as amen, I begin to pray and whatnot, amen, something happened, amen, to God. I had an experience, amen, to God, amen, the women of God, the mothers begin to pray with me and whatnot, and I begin to call on the name of Jesus, amen, to God, in that situation, praise the Lord, didn't know nothing about Jesus, but I knew that if I called on that name, Praise the Lord. My situation would change. He wouldn't take me out of the situation, but I would look at it.
at it differently. And then all of a sudden, amen to God, when I call on the name Jesus, praise the Lord. Ha! Thank you, Jesus. Amen to God. God began to move in me, in my spirit, amen to God, and whatnot. And he, he filled me that day with the Holy Ghost. I came home, praise the Lord. Amen. And my mother and them said, amen to God, amen. Did you get my stuff from the store? What you was going so long for? And I said, well, I went to church. Amen to God. And I remember, amen, I got whooped for going to church, amen to God. And, and they told me to go to the store, praise the Lord, and, and get me some Salem Long cigarettes, amen to God. And at that time, they didn't, they, they didn't amen to God, care how old you was. And, and I said, amen to God, I, I, I can't touch stuff like that no more. So I remember I got slapped in the face, praise the Lord, amen to God. And and I went on to the store after that. Amen. Praise the Lord. But then, but then here comes the thing and whatnot. So all of a sudden, when I got back home, praise the Lord. Amen. And, and, and they told me, amen to God, I don't want you going back to that church no more. Praise the Lord. Amen to God. Amen. Because you come home and you're acting different. Praise the Lord. And amen, amen. They, 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 would, they would just go through, like, take the brothers and them out to the movies, and they would just leave me home. And it was almost like a Cinderella story. And I began to say, Lord, amen to God. Amen. Why did you save me? Amen to God. Why did you give me this experience and the same stuff still going on? Amen to God. And God began to tell me, Amen to God, just like the Hebrew boys, Amen to God. Every now and then, I'm not going to take you out of the situation, Amen to God, but I'm going to get in the situation with you, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He ain't always going to snatch you out of that bad marriage. He ain't always going to, Amen, to snatch you out of that job that you can't stand and whatnot. He's not always going to snatch you away from that bad situation, but he's going to jump in the situation with you, praise the Lord, and let you know, amen to God, that guess what? You ain't by yourself, amen to God. Who shall separate you from the love of Christ? After, amen to God, what I do for you, amen to God, ain't nothing, amen, going to separate you because you're going to remember, amen to God, amen, when you're in a situation, amen to God, you're going to say, Lord, I was here before, praise the Lord, amen to God, I was in something worse than this situation I'm in right now, and you move me and you save me in that situation. Oh, come on, somebody. I was only 17 years old, praise the Lord, and didn't know why God did not want me to die. I was only 17 years old, amen, going through, amen, to God, the punishment, going through the beatings and stuff like that, amen. But then one day, amen, to God, hallelujah, when he was whooping on me and whatnot, amen, amen, the spirit of God leapt up inside of me, and see, old folk, amen, to God, from down south, amen, to God, they real superstitious. Amen to God. So when the tongues came about of me when he was hitting on me, I began to speak in tongues that the Spirit of God gave utterance, and he jumped back from me and whatnot. Amen. And ran in there to my mother said, that church didn't put roots on him. Amen to God. Look at him, and he was fearful of me, praise the Lord. Amen to God. And every time he came near me, amen to God, that was my weapon. The tongues would come on me, and he would fear me, amen to God. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Amen to God. How the Holy Ghost will come and stand up in you. And fight your battles, amen to God. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. So, amen to God, when he looked at me, he feared me until I graduated high school, praise the Lord. And the Lord moved me up out of there. I'm talking to somebody this morning that, amen, what shall separate me from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or sorrow, amen, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep 
for the Father, nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loves us. For I am persuaded, saints of God, this morning, that neither death, oh, come on, somebody, huh, nor life, hallelujah, nor angels, hallelujah, nor principalities, hallelujah, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height. I'm still naming some things, because we done been through some things, saints, nor death, hallelujah, somebody, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of Christ, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen to God. Somebody been through something, praise the Lord. Amen to God. You've been wondering, Lord, why you still got me in this situation? Don't you know, amen to God, I've been crying, praise the Lord. Don't you know I've been getting abused, oh God. Don't you know, amen to God, I've been considering suicide. Amen. God stopped by this morning to let you know, amen to God, I've seen you, amen to God. Hallelujah. You are not by yourself, but amen to God, I'm not going to just yank you out of this situation, amen to God, because I'm going to use you as a testimony, amen to God, that in the midst of the situation, you can be kept, praise the Lord, somebody, amen to God, God don't run from nobody, can I get a witness, hallelujah, yeah. God don't, God, God ain't scared of nobody, he ain't scared of no devil, amen to God, so amen to God, in the midst of your situation, God is going to raise up a standard inside of you, amen to God, so amen to God, when they begin to talk about you, amen to God, it don't affect you like it used to affect you anymore, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When they used to lie on you, praise the Lord. It don't affect you no more like it used to affect you. Amen. Because all of a sudden now you're looking at it differently. Amen to God. You said amen to God. That glass is no longer half empty, but it's half full, praise the Lord. Amen to God. God must got something he wants to show me because the devil cannot touch me unless God give him permission. The devil cannot say anything against me unless God give him permission. Amen. Somebody need to understand, amen, to God, that you got more power than the devil got, praise the Lord. So when the adversary steps into your life, praise the Lord, when the adversary comes upon you, amen, to God, and begins to remove stuff from you, praise the Lord, God said that's all right because, amen, just like, amen, the story of the 300, amen, like the movie, amen, to God, amen, let them take away, amen, that, because I don't want nobody else to get the glory when I do this thing in your life, praise the Lord. Let them, amen, take away the job, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let them take the house. Let them take this away because I'm about to give it back to you. The blessed is yet to come. Praise the Lord. But amen to God. We got to be willing. Amen to God. I'm going to stay in the boat no matter what, Lord Jesus. Can I, can I talk to somebody today? Amen to God. Amen to God. God said amen to God. I'm not going to just snatch you up. Amen. Sometimes you got to go through something sometimes. Praise the Lord. Sometimes, amen to God, you got to be lied on. Sometimes you got to be talked about. Amen to God. Because this is your testimony. Amen to God. There is no testimony without the test. So God has said, amen to God, I'm going to leave you there. Praise the Lord. I, you know, I got to show him just like Abraham brought his child up there to the mountaintop. Amen to God. And said, amen to God, I want you to give me everything you got. Amen. After I take away your money, after I take away all your friends, after I take, I don't want you to be left with nothing but me. Amen to God. So you can understand, amen to God, that it wasn't those friends that kept you from losing your mind. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. It wasn't your relatives that kept you because your relatives left you, amen to God, amen, when you didn't have, amen, to give them anymore, amen to God, the people around you, amen to God, when you was going through and needed somebody to pray with you, they were just telling you, amen, you 
need to stop amen complaining and, and just like let go and let God. They didn't want to hear you process. They didn't want to hear you go through. So all of a sudden, you are by yourself and whatnot. But God is telling you this morning, amen to God, I'm not going to just move you out, amen to God, amen, but you got to stay there a little while, amen, in the refiner's fire. you got to stay there, amen to God, because I want to see my reflection in you, amen to God. So like the silversmith, I'm taking you and I'm holding you right now, amen to God. So amen to God, it looks like you by yourself. It looks like I'm not hearing you. It looks like I just left you there in the fire. But understand, when the silversmith holds, amen, some silver in the fire, he's still holding the silver, amen to God, turning it and whatnot, burning it. And when he sees his reflection in the silver, he moves it out. So understand, amen to God, that in spite of your situation, praise the Lord, God is still holding you in the midst of the tribulation. God is still dancing with you inside of it. So, amen, although he didn't move you out, amen, understand, amen, to God, that, amen, you are not by yourself. So what are you going to let separate you? Amen, to God, remember what God did, amen, hallelujah. Oh, we praise God for this word this morning, amen, to God. He used to line up the children of Israel, amen, to God, and make them have, amen, memorials, amen, to God. He said, I want y'all to do this, he said, amen. I don't want y'all to ask me for nothing today, but I just want y'all to sit down on a piece of paper and recite the things that I already did for you. They had a memorial service, praise the Lord. Amen. So when you're getting down, amen, to God, and you, when you're getting out and you're, you're thinking you're by yourself and you're thinking that, Lord, I know what you did for me last week and, and last month, but amen to God, I'm going through a thing right this second, amen to God. And then understand, do like the children of Israel did. Take you out a piece of paper, amen to God, and a, and a, and a pen or a pencil and begin to write down what God had already done for you. Amen. Like, remember when you was going through this, amen to God, and you didn't understand how you was going to get through that, amen to God. Remember who came in and paid that bill for you, amen. Start to writing it down, the things that you've done for Jesus. So, amen, it's more than just a testimony. So when you stand up in praise service, amen, on Sunday morning, you can say, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, hallelujah, somebody, and all that he done for me, yes, I know he blessed you, but when I think of the goodness of Jesus and everything that he done for me, say to God, amen, how he didn't let me die, amen to God, hallelujah, when he should have let me die, hallelujah, when he could have just left me out there, but he didn't just leave me out there, hallelujah, so I begin to say, amen to God, who shall separate me from the love of God, hallelujah, he been too good to me, saints, hallelujah, oh, I praise his name this morning, I thank and praise God for the word this morning, hallelujah, when I'm just thinking back, and I'm thinking back, and God is saying this morning, just write it down, saints, just write it down, right, ah, thank you, Jesus, just write it down, just write it down, write it down, hallelujah, everything that I've done for you, write it down, praise the Lord, put it on a computer, put it on a computer screen or a piece of paper, praise the Lord, but put it somewhere where you can see it, so when you begin to go through your trials and tribulation, you understand, amen, to God, that I brought you a mighty long ways, praise the Lord, we ain't been here, this ain't the first time we've been here, huh, hallelujah, we've been here before, praise the Lord, you remember, amen, to God, when you had a bill that high, amen, to God, this ain't the first time, amen, to God, we've been here before, amen, hallelujah, look at somebody and say, we've been here before, praise the Lord, amen, even if you got to look in the mirror this morning, amen, walk to the mirror sometime today and say, we've been here before, 
Hallelujah. Whatever your situation is that you're going through right this second, praise the Lord, you need to tell yourself, oh, we've been here before. Oh, oh, this place is familiar, praise the Lord. This ain't the first time we've been here. Hallelujah. Amen to God. And God done got us out of this situation before. Amen. So devil, you's a liar, praise the Lord. You should have killed me when you had a chance, praise the Lord. Amen. Because I've been here. This ain't the first time, amen, that I had to be without, praise the Lord. This ain't the first time that I looked like I wasn't going to make it. This ain't, oh, we've been here before. Somebody walking over to that mirror right now. Somebody say, oh, we've been here before. I can't speak for you, but you speak life into you right now. Whatever situation that you're going through, you find a mirror in your house, amen, to God. And you look in that mirror and you say, oh, we've been here before. Praise the Lord, amen. Even if we hang up this telephone, amen, if you got to do it later on today, do it on later on today. And I want you to speak life, amen, to God, over that situation that you're in. Oh, we've been here before. Praise the Lord. Devil, you's a liar. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I done been here before. I've been in this situation. Praise the Lord. I've seen God move before. Hallelujah. I've seen God deliver before. This ain't the first time I've been here. Oh, praise the Lord. I'm talking to somebody this morning. Hallelujah. Somebody's in here been saying, Lord, how am I going to make it, God? It looks like I'm by myself, God. It looks like nobody understands what I'm going through, oh God. It looks like, amen, God, I don't understand how I'm going to get out of this. But amen, you speak life to yourself this morning. I've been here before, and what's going to separate me from the love of God? I'm writing down a list on a piece of paper, and I'm remembering what God did for me last week. I'm writing down on a piece of paper. I'm remembering what God did for me 1997. I'm remembering what he did for me in 2003. I'm remembering what God did for me in 2008 and 2000. Oh, we've been here before. This is familiar, devil. You is so a liar. Hallelujah. This ain't the first time the devil tried to lie. This ain't the first time he tried to put decoys and get your mind off of your destiny. Praise the Lord. So when you begin to look at God and, and you look at that piece of paper, and I want y'all to do this this morning. Amen to God. Write down everything that you can remember that God did for you. It might be a couple of sheets of paper. It might be a couple of pages on your computer screen. And every single time the devil begins to tell you that God can't do it, I want you to look at that piece of paper, praise the Lord, and say to yourself, oh, we've been here before. Amen to God. You should have killed me when you had a chance before God done done that for me in 2001. Oh, devil, you should have killed me before I seen what God did for me in 2008. Oh, I'm talking to somebody this morning. Oh, devil, you should have killed me, praise the Lord, before God blessed me in 2009 and 2010. Some things God did, I will not even say out loud. Come on, somebody. Some situations God got me out of, I won't even say out loud in testimony service. But understand this, praise the Lord, that we've been here before. Oh, bless his name. Hallelujah. Devil, you should have killed me when you had a chance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because now I know too much about him. You cannot make me doubt him in my heart. I, I said I know too much about him. I, I know too much about about him. I know too much about him in my heart. I know that God can move. I know God is a healer. I know God is a doctor because he healed my body. I know God is a banker because he put money in my bank that I know I didn't have in there. I know God. I know God is a deliverer. I know he's a lawyer. I can tell you certain things, but I can't go into all of it. But I can just look at my list. And you look at your list this morning. Amen to God. Your page is already half full. Your page, you probably on page two now. You probably on page three. Hallelujah. When you begin to think of the goodness of Jesus 
and you walk over to that mirror, amen, at the end of this message, and you say to yourself, amen, oh, I've been here before. Hallelujah, devil, you's a liar. You should have killed me when you had a chance. Hallelujah. We praise God, amen, that the seed is falling right now. Look at it. Look at that seed falling. Somebody catching this this morning. Somebody is getting this this morning. The seed is falling on good ground. We're speaking this in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. That seed is falling. I receive it. I receive it. I, somebody else is just receiving it. Amen to God. You felt defeated before you called in. Amen. You felt that, amen to God, I'm going through and nobody knows what I'm going through. Amen to God. But when you begin to pick up your list and you begin to encourage yourself and speak over yourself. You look in that mirror, devil, 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 devil. I've been here before. Hallelujah. You was a liar. Hallelujah. You was a liar then, and you was a liar now. Hallelujah. You still a father of lies. What shall separate me from the love of God? I have been through too much. Hallelujah. God done done too much for me. Praise the Lord. He done been too good to me. Praise the Lord. I know who holds my hand. Oh, bless his name. Praise the Lord. This seed is still falling. Amen. We speak it. We speak it right now, God. Somebody's still writing it down. That's all right. Write it down. That's all right. Write down what God did for you. You need to see it. You need to remind yourself what God had done for you. You need to look at it. It needs to be, amen, an affirmation. Amen. If you got to stick it up on your wall, praise the Lord. If you got to put it up on your computer, amen, like the children of Israel, they had to, amen, have a memorial. They had to remember. He said, amen, God, don't ask me for nothing. Amen. I want y'all to just rehearse what I've done for you already. Amen. Amen. I'm the God of Abraham. I'm the one, amen, that promised you, amen, all this land. Amen, God. I'm the God of Isaac. Hallelujah. I'm the God. I'm the God. I'm the God that promised you, amen, Moses, when I took you through the Red Sea. Amen, God. When all that water was in front of you, and it was no way around it. Hallelujah. Sometimes God take you right through mess. Amen, because you can't get around everything. Sometimes you just got to go through. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. But guess what, Lord? I'm not asking you to do it for the first time. But Lord, I'm asking that you do it again, praise the Lord. Amen. Take me through this Red Sea, God. I can't fly over it, amen, God. I don't have wings, God, so I got to walk through this thing, praise the Lord. Somebody walking through a thing this morning. Oh, come on, somebody. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody is walking through a thing this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen, God. And you walking through on dry ground. God then moved it. The Bible says that your gift will make room for you. Amen. Where the preacher that this morning, whether the evangelists, whether the prophets, whether the apostles, amen, God, do them been in situations, amen, it was in your way, and God said, amen, God, I'm moving stuff, your gift will make room, when I said make, that means I'm moving stuff out the way, I'm pushing it out the way, I'm moving people out the way, oh, praise the Lord, I'm moving things out the way, I'm moving situations out the way, you think they're getting taken away from you, they're not getting taken away from you, amen, the Bible says you got a gift in you, and your gift is doing it, your gift is moving stuff. The Bible says your gift is making room like angels. It's punching stuff out your way. It's moving stuff away from you because amen, God got a gift, amen, God. In your mouth, God got something that he needs you to say to a nation. God got something that he needs you to say to a people. So your gift is moving stuff. And you say, Lord, this is gone, amen, God. My car is gone, amen, God. My friends is gone. Your gift is just punching stuff out the way, praise the Lord. Everything ain't the devil, amen, God. Some things of the Spirit of God. Amen. Because God said, Amen. I don't want no distractions because I'm going to use you. Oh, come on, somebody. Evangelist Mac, I'm going to use you. Praise the Lord. Amen. So I got to move things out the way. I got to take this out your way. Praise the Lord. Amen. Your gift is 
making room for you. He, oh, look at that seed falling. The seed, somebody's still receiving it. Somebody's receiving it. Somebody's still receiving it in the name of Jesus. Amen to God. Hallelujah, God. My gift, my gift is still making room for me. In the name of Jesus, we pray this prayer, God, that the seed, the seed, the seed, the seed fall on good ground. Amen. Somebody listening. Somebody's still listening. Amen. Praise God. You might still be writing something down. Amen. Hallelujah. The devil should have killed you when he had a chance. Hallelujah. But now you know too much about him. Huh? Hallelujah. You can't make me doubt him. In my heart, I said I know too much about him. I know too much about him. I know too much about him in my heart. Hallelujah. You can't make me doubt him. You can't make me doubt him. You can't make me doubt him in my heart. Hallelujah. You can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. You can't make me doubt him in my heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, y'all have left all made me feel choking. It's about like 4.49 in the morning. I feel like dancing, huh? It's 4.49 in the morning. I feel like lifting I feel like lifting him up, huh? I feel like shaking my head side to side. I feel like giving him a praise because, amen to God, you don't know like I know what he done for me. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You can't tell it like I can tell it. Oh, hallelujah, somebody. Look at that seed falling. Look at it. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Fall, Jesus. Fall, 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 God. Somebody receiving it. Somebody receiving it, God. Hallelujah. Somebody receiving it. What shall separate me? Hallelujah. Oh, we in the valley of remembrance. Hallelujah. Remember what I did. Remember. Remember. God said, remember what I did. Hallelujah. This ain't the first time. This ain't the first time you've been here. Amen to God. We're here again. You ever been lost and whatnot, and you to come back and you said, this looks familiar. Amen. You ever, come on, somebody. I, I know there are some brothers out there. You know how we be getting lost and driving. We say, oh, I, I've been here before. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. But amen to God. Lord, letting you know, amen to God, this is familiar. This isn't the first time you've seen this thing. And you was delivered. You, wasn't, you didn't stay lost. Off, but I got you home. I got you home. Remember, remember, remember. Hallelujah. I got you home. Amen. So whatever situation you're going through, God got you home. Wherever you got lost, yeah, you wandered around for a little bit, but and you kept coming back to the same place. Why? Because it looked familiar. It looked familiar. It looked familiar. But God got you home. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just let that seed fall. Just let it keep falling. I want you to pass it on this morning. I want you to pass it on to somebody else. Amen to God. When you see somebody going through, amen to God, you give them a pencil and paper and say, fill it up. Amen to God. Hallelujah. Amen to God. I know you ain't going to tell me some of this stuff because I know you've been through some things that you ain't going to say out loud, but amen, take this book and fill it up. Amen. Remember what God done did for you. Remember what he done delivered you from. Remember what he done brought you out of. Amen. And, God, and then sometimes you need to go back and read what he done for you and look back over it because you look at it like he did it for somebody else. No, he did that to you. He did that in your life. Amen to God. You turn the page and you're like, wow, Lord. I, I, amen. I don't even testify about that no more. Praise the Lord. Amen. But you remember. You remember what he did for you. Amen to God. Before, amen, you go out to work, amen, to God, you go look in that mirror, and you tell that devil, amen, whatever situation is before you, you tell that devil, amen, we've been here before. Hallelujah. We've been here before. This ain't the first time. We've been here before, amen, to God, and God 
got me home. Amen. So we thank and praise God for that. We hope we said something. Amen. That somebody listening this morning, praise the Lord. Huh? Thank you, Jesus, that they will get this thing, that that seed will fall. Amen. Not only those on the line, but amen, those in the archives. And we speak it in their life, even now, that the seed will fall. Amen. And God, that it will just pass it on. Each one, teach one. They're passing it on. They're passing it on, God. We speak it, amen, over their life, oh God. We speak it over their ministry. Amen, oh God. We speak it over their children and those that are assigned to them, oh God. We speak it and we release this seed in the name of Jesus. We release it in Jesus' name. And somebody said, ha, somebody said amen, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, we thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Everything that happened to me that was good, God did, did. yes, he did, oh, everything that happened to me.
Radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I enjoyed that message by Pastor Terry K. Anderson and Brother Lance. And I always play Brother Lance each year because I heard him one day on another blog talk uh, show. And I could just hear the anointing in this man. And I said, I'm going to ask him to come. And so I got a message to him and asked him to come. He said he would. But before then, we talked a lot. And I considered him as a brother in Christ. And I felt like he was a good friend. And so he left and he went to New York. And then he wrote me and told me he was going overseas for a while. And that's been quite a while ago. And I have not heard from him. I know it's been over 10 years ago. So I have not heard from him. And I truly pray to hear from Brother Lance again one day. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So look, the studio is open. If uh, there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in this morning. Yeah, you should have something to say that God has done for you. I've been over in the... Uh, messenger over with Robin Lynn uh, Mavis, and she telling me about coming to sing, and uh, I told her, no, don't do that. The, the other day, she was going to sing in one of the chat rooms of the group. I said, no, don't do that. I heard you singing before. She said she would only come this morning if she could sing. So it, it was like a black male, y'all, so I told her to come on and sing this morning. I'm waiting to hear what she got to sing. And uh, Brother Frank used to tease her because uh, one day she wrote me and she would tell me Jeremiah was a bullfrog. <laughs> we had such a good laugh. And uh, Brother Frank heard about it. And uh, he he said, well, how's Jeremiah? I said, she doing good. This and that, that and that. She moved. And uh, so we used to laugh. But I thank God for her. I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Eric code 813, first three numbers 643. I mean 646. Can you hear me? Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I want to take it higher. Oh, don't do it. Please don't. I'm going to have to mute the back if you take it higher. Ooh, we going to pray for your voice. That you get the boy's lesson. I'm making a joyful noise. He said, make a joyful noise. He didn't say make a perfect noise. He didn't say I had to be on the pitch and tune. I tell you this, I don't know how joyful it is for us. It is a noise. We just don't know how joyful it is. I'm just. (laughs) Maybe, let me clear my throat. No, no, no. No, no, no. You did good. You did good already. I heard all that I needed to hear this morning. So I don't mind. I am just very happy and just so grateful to, and glad about God and what God is doing and just that God is. Amen. Yes. And congratulations on 13 years <laughs> on Blog Talk. <laughs> Hallelujah. That is a testimony. Glory Amen. to God. Ooh, 
glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. It is. Yeah. God, may God bless you for, oh, your faithfulness. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And your devotion and the the humility that you maintain to to do all of this. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Listen. Brother Lewis says, dang, let the girl sing, huh? And look, to my sang, baby. You know, Louis, I can't do it. I cannot do thank, it this morning, thank Louis. You, Louis. Especially 13 years later. I know her sound. I know how she, <laughs> she sang, Brother Lewis. I don't call it singing. I call it something else, but it's noise. She says she's making a joyful noise. But sure. it's noise to me, Brother Lewis. So I'm just not able to let her do it. And I know you Quench. know why. Not. You know that Robin Lynn Spirit. baby. Yeah. Quench not the spirit of Ooh. the Robin Lynn baby. <laughs> See, uh, I knew it was the right spirit. Not saying it like that, Lewis. Uh-uh, that wasn't the right spirit. That could have been a spirit, but it just wasn't the right one. Um, 
she come and I mean she helped me for many a months. And I know some days she was like, This is a dummy I'm dealing with, right? Some kind of dummy over here, but I'm gonna help her. I never she felt that way. I know it, I know it. I just, just talking. And she come and she helped me to understand some things. And no matter of fact, I need you to get a hold of me later when you get time. Take over my okay. computer and I want to show you some things. But listen, she okay. was uh, well, still is our promotion and production manager. And the Lord showed me that, you know, and, and, and she come one morning and I just introduced her as the promotion <laughs> and production manager. And she was like, what, what, what is going on? Yeah, well, you got yeah. a job. Let's work it. Yeah. <laughs> so God is yeah. faithful. And then he blessed her to go on and do many, many more on her own uh, as the owner, as the host of her own radio shows and television shows and all this kind of thing. So I am, and very savvy with many different smart women. And I am so grateful that God put her in my path and put me in her path. And I remember one time I apologizing for something. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm good. (laughs) I don't know what all that you're talking about. And we, we, and we kept it moving ever since. We kept it moving, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't remember what it was. And we kept it moving, and God has blessed us. And any time I said, hey, can you help me with this? She come right on if she's not busy. But with all she have, have going on, she stayed busy. And I thank God 13 years later, you're still around. Isn't that amazing? Thank you, Lord. Yeah. God amazing. Thank you, yeah, Lord. And still able to help on Jesus in the morning. I just decided you, not Lord. to do nothing big this year and just do one day and let it go. Because that 10, from 10-year 10 anniversary wore me out. For a week, oh, that was a bit much. <laughs> but I thank God yeah. I came and spoke, and uh, the Lord used it to just tear it up in there. And I was like, look at this right here. I'm going to, I'm going to Philadelphia so I can hear it. And see it in living color. Yeah. So he used her <laughs> many times to bless us. And Apostle, anytime you want to call in and say something, feel free to press that number one. Because it's good to have the Apostle to encourage you, you know. That's a great thing. I know her to be the woman of God. I don't know nothing else about her. And they told me this. No, no, no man after the, after the flesh. Know them after the spirit. And I Amen. swear, I everybody. Now, some I've known after the flesh, but it does not matter because God has shown me who they really are and what He really did in them. Yeah. So, and what He called or chose them to do. So I keep right, just like David and Saul. Saul was going to physically kill David. He was not joking. Do you hear me? He was going to kill David. And yet, David saw Saul as God's anointed because God anointed Saul to be king because this is what the people wanted. And he gave them what they wanted. So David had the opportunity to kill Saul, but he never would touch him because he was yet God's anointed. And that's the way I do with many. And and you know what, uh, uh, Evangelist Maven, let me tell you this. We have some people here that tells the truth. I want you to hear me this morning. We have some people, when they become in dire straits, 
and they, and they talk to me, they tell the truth. When they come on here, at the time, they don't care who here. They calling that devil out. They, they, they letting the devil know, uh-uh, no more. No, you won't. And they come right here and tell the truth about themselves. And that's, that's the way to get delivered. Because see, as long as we keep it hid and don't say nothing, nobody's praying for it because they don't know that's what you're going through. Behind the scenes, I, I, I have women that call me and tell me things. And it's not according to the scripture what has gone on, but that's how deliverance starts when they come and they bust the devil out and they lie. I'm telling it, I'm telling it. I've held it back long enough. Yeah, because everything don't have to be out in the front. Here, some people can call me behind the scenes and we pray the prayer of faith. Or I hear what God has to say to them. And I share with them what he told me. Yeah. And sometimes we talking and he's speaking. I'm like, wow, look at this. <laughs> he's an amazing God. He's almighty God that have all power. There's no higher power. Jehovah God that so loved us, he sent his only son, Jesus, that if we believe on him, we won't perish, but have everlasting life. And people don't like using that name, Jesus. They prefer something else. But it's the only way to God through his son. Hallelujah. If you come in other way, you're coming as a thief and a robber. And God is not accepting thieves and robbers into heaven. It's a special place, and not in and everybody dwell there. And I believe when God come back and he settled this thing, heaven is going to be down just like, I mean, up, just like it is now, and earth will be down because he's bringing a new heaven and a new earth. Yeah, he's not going to deal with the stuff we're going through. He's not going to try to fix it, clean it up. Nope, remove it, just like he did back in the day of Noah and the ark. He washed it all away, knowing his family, and started it over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The giants was in the land going with the women and all. Them spirits. I'm like, what in the world? Having children. Yeah. So I thank God. Somebody told me about them spirits in it, the daughters of, uh, daughter-in-laws of Noah. And they still had the, 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 them spirits, spirits babies. All kind of stuff I've heard. But I, I have not, you know, begun to seek God on it. But what I, I know is demons and spirits are in the land and in people. What? Them things are in people. And sometimes they refuse to let God deliver them so they get them some medicine and depress them spirits. You know, make them behave. Huh? Put you to sleep, all kind of stuff. People walk around like zombies. But God is a deliverer. I saw him call the spirits out, and they went, them, them, them demons were smart. They said, uh, send us down into the pigs, into the swine. And that's what God did for them. He's not an evil God, although he get angry. And when he get angry with his enemies, he destroys. But we're not his enemies. I don't care what you got. He so loved us, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And there's nothing we've done so bad that will stop him from loving us, especially when we come and ask for forgiveness. 
we realized the wrong. I had to realize my wrong because I thought I was all of that in a bag of donuts. Well, I said pound cake, then a seven-up pound. I'm walking around in these people prison acting like I'm the king's daughter. And I'm just of so much great royalty. Don't get too close to me. I'm too royal for that. The Lord come and showed me me. Let me show you how royal you really are. <laughs> I have to laugh today because God will show you you. And show you what a fool you are and how you've been acting a fool. He showed me me. Look around. Who who you in here with? Huh? You're not a CEO. You're not a correctional officer. You're not the administrative uh, staff over here. So 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 what you doing? What what you doing in here? And and look who you in here with. And you're no better than they are. Oh, he showed me me. Yeah, I used to think if you went over town, if you drank, if you smoked weed. Oh, my goodness, it was just horrible. I couldn't stand. What? The Lord showed me, me. you wrote bad checks, didn't you? <laughs> How you much better than anybody else? Because, see, what I used to tell myself, well, I wrote a check, but it's not as bad as stealing. It was a coward's way of stealing. Do y'all hear me this morning? And God brought that thing out. Ooh, I had to accept what God allowed. I'm better off today. Anyway, I had to accept what he allowed. I had to accept the truth about me. And I went on in Jesus' name. I didn't want to accept it. I wanted to try to come up with an excuse, but there was none. I was who he said I was. I did what he said I did. I was where he said I was going to be. And nobody was going to get me out of it until he got through with me. Yeah. So all of that, I was all of that. No, ma'am. And no, sir. I, I, uh, I'm a sinner. That's what I was. Straight up sinner. Sometimes I feel like I was the head sinner. <laughs> but God delivered me. Because yeah, all I was doing, like Leandra said, was hurting me. Covering up the truth. And anytime I got ready to look up under the rug, all I would see is the truth. So you want to keep the rug over, keep it buried, keep it hid. But the best way to be delivered is to let God deliver you. And once God deliver you, it's on. Some people, they say they just can't do it. Because they got to walk in the flesh and live in the flesh. But the scripture says walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Because in your flesh, you're going to fulfill some things that's against God. I'm just here to tell you. Yeah. you find yourself telling a lie. you find yourself cheating. you find yourself doing a bunch of stuff. Fornicating, committing adultery, flirting. Oh, you find yourself doing all kinds of things that you should not be doing because he lives. Because he lives. Yeah. I give thanks to my... Anybody else have something they would like to say? Please feel free to press that number one and come in. Yeah, I'm going to play this one this morning, and it's a dedication to every listener and every caller today. 
and I, I pray that we are all blessed, uncommonly blessed. Thank you, Sion. Hallelujah. So listen, and thank you, Sophie. Thank you so much, Sophie. God bless you, baby. Sophie wished me happy at 13. Yeah, just as cute as she can be. And Sion say, and she know it, too. She was in her classroom. We should be a happy 13. Oh, I thought that was the cutest thing. Yeah. So let's go to this one. I see you, Sister Jerry. Let me let Pastor William do this one for us. And after this, I'm coming right at you. God bless you. He lives, I live Because he gave, I give Because he bore my shame and took my place He took my place I can never be the same Now when he looks at me He sees Calvary Across the blood, the nail pierced hand, his nail pierced hand. Because of him, I have a new name. New name, new name, new name. Satan got no hold on me. New name, new name, new name. I'm in him and he's in me. Give me a new 
10 years. Yeah, 13 years. And um, I am thankful for them doing and sharing because they've been there. Dorothy Goodman, um, Sion, Minister Shonda, all the list, Brother Anthony, Pastor David. He called me the Jesus lady. And his wife and his mother-in-law and daughter come for Christmas. He had to go to another city and uh, visit with his son who had to work, you know, spend a little time Christmas, you know, with the son because he had to work and he couldn't come home or whatever. And afterwards, he came here where his wife and his daughter and his mother-in-law was. We had a wonderful, wonderful time. And, of course, you see, I've known that Robin Lynn forever and a day. Uh, Sister Samoa, yeah, we talked for Miss Barbara, have you ever this and that? I I said, no, I never did it. Sometimes I say, yeah, I have. Yeah, I was thinking about that. This and this and that beautiful conversation. And sometimes we get deep in this stuff, you know. But I thank God for it. That Dorothy Goodman, y'all won't stop her. She's like an energizer bunny. Has been here. I, she said, I don't know how I found you. One day I put a, a post out of something. And I forgot the name that I used. And Sister Dot saw it and came. And been coming ever since. I got to go to Gopher to visit them. Yeah, just visit with them last Saturday over at the Cheddar's in Kissimmee. You see? Yeah. Minister Shonda, supportive, always. Evangelist, I, I hope the Lord give you this and that. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm speaking it too into existence in Jesus' name. Listen, our time has run out. I'm going to pray us out, and we pray the Lord send us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. Y'all pray for me today. I'm going to have a cataract appointment. I don't know if they're removing something or testing but I got to go. I do know that. So y'all just keep me lifted up in prayer. I guess you said, well, you don't know about your own stuff. I'll know when I get there. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been said and done. Lord, we thank you for good, wholesome laughter. We give you glory, honor, and praise. And as we depart this morning, bless our going out, Father, and our coming in and meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory. By your son, Christ Jesus. Father, we are so grateful grateful for Jesus in the morning. And we thank you for 13 years. We thank you for over a million listens. We give you glory and honor. Hallelujah. And all the praise. Father, we just ask that you would continue to lead and guide us in the right path for your name's sake. And that we would remain with the spirit of obedience. And that, Father, we would prepare daily for your return. We ask that you would encourage us and strengthen us all that we can continue in you. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord watch between me and be while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. Again, I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. August the 10th, 2019.
2023 in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. We're not going to a last song of the morning because our time has ended. But thank God for each of you. Thank God for each of you. And uh, I see you, Brother Lewis. Thanks for the head up for tomorrow. God bless you and Sherry. God bless your pastor. Y'all have a blessed day. Bye-bye. New name, new name, new name.